Welcome to UC San Diego's Office of Admissions Triton Times podcast. Triton Times will bring together UC San Diego's community of students, staff, and faculty to provide information to prospective and admitted students as they explore their college options. We're Kevin, Maya, and Natalie. And we're your hosts, and we're here to talk to you about life at UC San Diego and showcase different areas of the Triton experience. Today, we will be talking about all things research and academics at UC San Diego. So let's get right into it with our guest, Tyler Rogers. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Thank you, Natalie and Maya and Kevin. It's great to be with all of you. My name is Tyler Rogers, and I work with the Office of Undergraduate Research at UC San Diego. Uh, and essentially what we do in our office is we administer programs and other events that empower undergraduate students to access research uh, and other opportunities. So I'm happy to be talking with you all today and answering questions that you have. Thank you so much, Tyler, for joining us today. So we're gonna go ahead and start off the questions. So our first question is gonna be, what is the Office of Undergraduate Research? Yeah, so uh, as, I, as I mentioned, uh, mostly what we do is we administer different programs and events that are really focusing on think, undergraduate students thinking about themselves as researchers and getting connected up with different opportunities across campus. Uh, so we run programs during both the academic year as well as the summer. Some of those programs offer academic credit for pursuing research uh, and or a scholarship payment of some sort. So what's great about many of our programs is that uh, they're actually paying you to pursue your research interests, which is especially helpful if your financial circumstances require that you earn money to support yourself during college. Um, so you can think about this as a similar, almost like a kind of work opportunity as well, uh, as you're sort of enriching your academic experience at UC San Diego. Um, so as I mentioned, we run programs during the academic year, the summer, we run a summer research program that has actually at this point hundreds of students from across UC, UC San Diego that participate every summer. Uh, we also host a series of conferences throughout the year. Uh, so lots of different things. And if you're looking to get involved with research, then we're here to support you with that process. Awesome. Yeah. And it's really nice to know that at such a research-driven school, our undergraduates still have access to some of those same opportunities. Um, I did want to ask you, so how and why should students get involved with research? And maybe is it something that is easy to do? Uh, how might they go about doing that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So there's a couple questions in there, right, with the how and the why. Um, and before I get to that, I even want to say just a quick word about what research is, because I think it's a buzzword that a lot of us hear thrown around, but it's kind of abstract, or we might picture something and we're not exactly sure what that means, right? So really, research is just about pursuing your intellectual curiosity um, in any kind of form, any kind of field. So, uh, you know, you're usually doing some sort of systematic study of a topic or a series of questions. And you're pursuing that work in dialogue with existing scholarship, things that have already been written or said about a topic. Then you're also offering new contributions, new insights, new findings into that conversation. Uh, so it's a really dialogic and community-driven uh, dynamic process. Um, and so, you know, so for that reason, there's a lot of answers to that why, right? Why should I pursue this? Why should I get involved in research? Um, so as you said, Kevin, you know, part of what it means to be a student at a research institution like UC San Diego is having those opportunities. Um, so really you can think about it as part of your identity as a Triton can be accessing these kind of research opportunities and being part of that intellectual vibrance of the institution and the community. Um, 
also, you know, uh, there's there's so many parts of the why, you know, so it might feel as though it's sort of like I'm going off on a tangent here, but this is important, you know, also thinking about finding and building community um, in college with peers and also with professors, you know, that's really what's a great part of, of research is that it's a, a, a way and a, a context in which you become even closer with faculty members who are teaching your classes, who are running um, different kinds of research groups or initiatives on campus. So it, makes your academic experience that much more community driven and connected. Um, certainly research allows you to develop useful communication and critical thinking skills, things that are so useful in any uh, long term plans that you might have. Uh, research is also a way to explore what your long term plans might end up being. So certainly future pathways into graduate or professional school, uh, career pathways, just getting lots of experience and getting exposure to things that you're interested in. Um, and I think a really big why is also that when you're a student, you tend to think of yourself largely as a consumer of knowledge, that you're taking courses and you're going quarter by quarter, uh, you know, trying to pass your classes, trying to get a good grade. Um, you're sort of just, you know, taking in that information and you're also offering your own analysis and interpretations within that. And with research, it really pushes you into that next step to not only be a consumer of knowledge, but also a creator of knowledge. And so it really gives you that empowering sense that you have something to offer in your own scholarly voice, that you have uh, unique ideas and contributions to make. So that's what I really love about uh, the power of research and why, why students should cons uh, consider pursuing it, because it really allows you to pivot from being both a, a consumer as well as a creator of knowledge. Um, and then to go back to the, the how piece, how can students get involved in research? Um, certainly that's what our office is here to do, the Office of Undergraduate Research at UC San Diego. We have a lot of wonderful resource guides on our website. So not only for current students, but also for newly admitted or prospective students, if you're interested in learning about what research is generally, um, go to our website, which is ugresearch.ucsd.edu. Um, and that's a great place to learn more about our resources, our staff, uh, the different steps for getting involved and connected. Um, the other how that's really important is once you're on campus and, and taking courses, uh, really starting to build relationships with professors early and often. So making use of opportunities to talk with professors, certainly in the classroom, making a good impression, but also attending office hours, also seeking out opportunities to uh, introduce and reintroduce yourself to really make that impression. Um, so you can think about the, the staff within our Office of Undergraduate Research and also really any professor or faculty member on campus who is um, you know, offering something, a, a topic that you're interested in, that's a great way to start getting involved is to meet with them and talk to them about you know, what are they pursuing? How are they approaching their research? Um, and how might you start to get involved with that? Thank you so much, Tyler, for sharing. I think, you know, before coming to UC San Diego, I also didn't really imagine uh, myself doing research and didn't really know how I would get involved with that. So I think that, you know, you sharing um, that piece just shows how much research can really expose you to. Uh, so that was really helpful. Next question that we have is, what are some research projects that students are working on? Yeah, so really we have students who are pursuing research across every field of study that's represented at the university. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna keep plugging our website uh, just because it really is a treasure trove of different resources. So if you go to our website, uh, ugresearch.ucsd.edu, 
one of the resources that you'll find there is a research directory that represents um, essentially a compendium listing projects that students have done over the past uh, year or so, um, the names of their faculty mentors that they've worked with, the names of their projects, the fields that those projects come from. So if you read that research directory, it's um, hundreds of pages and it represents really the vast range of intellectual engagement at UC San Diego. Um, so, you know, projects span every field. Certainly we have a range of projects in STEM fields represented, students pursuing uh, laboratory type research on campus, beyond campus. Um, right now, a lot of the work is happening remotely. We're still during the um, COVID-19 pandemic where a lot of research has transitioned remotely. But even during that time, um, a lot of research is happening. Um, also, of course, arts, humanities, and social sciences are all part of research as well. So a lot of times, the, the most stereotypical image that we might picture when we think of research is somebody in a laboratory in a white coat. Um, and that's a huge important part of the research endeavor. Um, but it's also very much interwoven with other forms of inquiry um, in different fields. So, you know, we have uh, students in, um, you know, every department across campus. So don't think just because you're in an arts field or because you're um, a social a social sciences student um, that you would not have the opportunity to research because you absolutely do. Um, and, and really the, the research, um, you know, methods that students are, are deploying in these projects range from anywhere, again, you know, laboratory-based research, but also computational work, um, analyzing algorithms and mathematics, um, students who have done performance pieces where they're, where they're doing um, historical or, or literary research that informs their artistic practice and their performances. They might be doing visual art, engaged, um, you know, photography projects where students are thinking about how to tell different narratives through photography and narrative, um, students who are doing interview-based research projects that are engaging with local communities and thinking about how to um, tell stories in a more inclusive and dynamic way. Um, so really any kind of project that you can dream up, um, you can make it happen. And that's, I think, the most important thing is to know that um, you know, research is not confined to certain types of fields. It really is uh, research goes with you wherever you bring your intellectual curiosity. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a really good point to bring up because there's so many different academic disciplines out there, so many different areas of study, and you really can get involved in research in all of these different fields. Um, and I know you mentioned it earlier, but my next question, uh, I did want to ask you if you had any advice for students maybe that are interested in doing research uh, that you could possibly share with us. So we always have lots of advice uh, for students who are interested in pursuing research. So, um, you know, certainly the most important piece of advice is to ask questions. You know, that research is ultimately about asking questions and also the process of demystifying what research even is, is, is also about asking questions. So, uh, you know, connect with different resources. Again, make use of our website. Uh, you know, just think of it as, uh, as an engaged practice rather than a solitary one. I think that's really important. Um, so a few things. One is it's never too early nor too late to pursue research. So uh, think about research in terms of when do you have the time and, and bandwidth to commit to research experience. So don't think that um, you know, your, your first year at UC San Diego is too early to get involved. It's certainly not. But you know, by a similar token, if you're um, in your later years of your college career, it's also not too late to get started. Um, it's really whenever you're ready 
that's when the opportunities are there for you to take advantage of them. Um, and our Office of Undergraduate Research is very welcoming and inclusive and striving always to serve all of our students and make all of our opportunities accessible in any way. Um, so just you know, know that everybody has different timelines and there's no um, you know, rigid structure of this is the, the order in which you must do things, right? It's really about making it work for your own um, individual kind of academic trajectory. Uh, another thing I wanna emphasize is how wonderful our faculty members are at UC San Diego. So we have professors who are so eager to work with students, um, especially those students who are prepared and eager to learn. Um, and I think one of the ways that's evidenced is that um, during the past year, we've transitioned to this period of remote learning um, and really overnight faculty continued to maintain their commitment to mentoring students um, adjusting projects as needed to make them safe to conduct remotely during the pandemic, um, just really creative and innovative and deeply committed work. So just knowing that uh, professors are, are eager to work with, with, um, with engaging and, and curious students. Um, and then the other, the other part of this that I want to address is, um, you know, I think that thinking about yourself as a researcher can invite a feeling of imposter syndrome and a sense that maybe you're not quite ready or, or you know, who, maybe I'm not um, feeling quite prepared yet to, to uh, pursue some of these opportunities. And I really want to assuage some of those fears. Um, you know, it's, your fears are valid. If, if you feel what you feel, that's great, right? But uh, I think it's important to know that you don't have to wait uh, until you are somehow magically more prepared. Really, research is all about the process. It's all about that constant inquiry and growth. Um, so don't feel as though you need to wait until you've uh, you know, already uh, become uh, uh, absolutely excellent in your field of study. The whole point of research is that constant striving. So just think about that as um, you know, there's, there are very low barriers to entry. Um, by virtue of being a student and being curious, being committed, being organized, um, being a good communicator, all of these things come really into play in terms of having the skill set to be a successful researcher. Um, so that's my, my word of advice to all of you listening that, um, you know, it's again, it's just going back to that, it's never too early piece that um, you are all ready and and well-equipped to be researchers and scholars in your own way. Absolutely, and I think every, every single one of those points you hit on is, is really great advice. Uh, thank you again for joining us, uh, Tyler. We, I know we as hosts and I'm sure our listeners appreciate all of your insight. Uh, before I let you go, I just do have one final question for you. Uh, would you mind telling everybody who's tuning in where they can go if they might wanna learn more about the research opportunities available to them? Absolutely. So again, our website for the Office of Undergraduate Research at UC San Diego, our URL is ugresearch, that's U-G-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H dot U-C-S-D dot E-D-U. So please do, uh, certainly for our current students, but also for our prospective and newly admitted students, all of you are welcome to go there, learn more about our opportunities, our staff, um, and and just get started with your research journey. We're so excited to support you in that journey. Awesome, well, thank you again. Um, we're happy to have Tyler here um, informing us all about the Office of Undergraduate Research. Uh, I hope everyone listening is inspired to get involved. I know even as a, a host, I'm also trying to it be, still be inspired and get involved in research. 
however, I'm lucky enough to be joined by two of my co-hosts that actually are currently involved in research on campus. So I did want to ask Maya, I know you are involved in research. Could you share a little bit about your experiences? Yeah, so I volunteer as a research assistant for the Pearl Lab, which stands for the Positive Emotion and Anxiety Research Lab. I just joined the research team a couple of months ago, but so far I really, really love it. Um, I always really thought of research as something that only happened in departments outside of social sciences, so I thought it'd be really difficult um, to find a research opportunity in psychology. My experience at UC San Diego has been absolutely the opposite of that. I think there were so many different opportunities to apply to, and I'm really, really glad that I um, happened to just find this lab. Um, I think there are so many different sides of research studies that you're not able to see, and I think that being on a research team really puts that into perspective and it really adds some context to that. Um, I've been able to meet with our principal investigator, Dr. Charles Taylor. I feel like he's just put together a really, really great team uh, with tons of staff and students who are really passionate about psychology research. And, um, you know, as we're continuing to do more studies that look at, you know, positivity and the ways that we can use that to treat um, people with social anxiety disorder and depression, I'm just really grateful um, to just be a part of a team that will hopefully make a really great uh, contribution on people's futures. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. And I know, Natalie, you've also participated in a couple of research activities on campus. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that... Earlier, Tyler mentioned that there's never a wrong time to get involved with research. Um, and that's definitely true. I got involved with research a little bit later in my third year of being an undergraduate. And honestly, it's been one of the most rewarding parts of my undergraduate experience. I started off as a research assistant at the Rise for Health Research Study, which is a clinical research lab measuring the effects of increased standing on the metabolism of postmenopausal women. And I actually got involved with this research lab through one of my professors through the public health department because I really loved her class and she had an opening. So I was like, why not? Um, and I really loved the experience for many reasons. It was the first time I was involved in a lab. Um, I had already taken a majority of my core public health classes. So I knew a fairly good amount about the many facets of public health research, but it was gratifying to see that I could actually apply all the things that I learned in my classes to an actual laboratory setting. It also helped me in classes that I had to take afterwards as well because I had that exposure prior to taking those classes and they were no longer just ideas or concepts. Things were more tangible and more applicable. Um, and it also challenged my idea of research because I thought that it was primarily bench science, which is your typical like beaker and pipettes, but research occurs in many different settings, um, which is really, really exciting. And this year I'm involved with the, with the honors practicum underneath my major, which is basically a year long class that uh, allows students to conduct capstone projects where we integrate everything that we've learned throughout our undergraduate course curriculum as public health majors. And the students ourselves, we get to design our research studies and conduct them all the way through, which is super exciting. Um, it's a really small class, so it's about 20 students. We're split up into groups and we conduct our own research studies, like I said. Um, it's definitely one of the most challenging classes I've had just because you're doing every single part from like question development to meeting with stakeholders, writing your evaluation, analyzing data, collecting data, writing the research and presenting it as well. So it's like literally the whole thing. Um, but 
jumping right into it was probably the best way to learn all of those things, especially under faculty mentorship, because um, we have such distinguished faculty on this campus. They are experts in their field. They know so much. And it is really true that they're so dedicated to undergraduate success and they just want to push you to be your best academically and professionally. Um, it's really a privilege to work under my mentor, Dr. Binkin, because she's literally done everything under the sun related to public health. So I've gone to her for anything related to the class, but also just for my own personal like undergraduate prospects and post-grad prospects. She's just like a great person to go to for advice. So um, that's definitely an, an upside to research. It's just the, the connections you make with faculty. And just since we're on the topic of faculty, I know, Kevin, you have some some good stories about how you get connected with professors as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So as we can see, a lot of the benefits about attending such a great research-driven school like UC San Diego is that we get to work under some of the most distinguished faculty um, in every sort of field, right? Like our host mentioned, it's not just the hard scientists, it's every aspect of research that you can imagine. Um, it's a major plus side that some these same faculty are also going to be your professors as well. So what Natalie was referring to, I actually can remember back to my uh, second year as a student. It seems like a while ago. I'm getting old, but um, I was attending office hours for the first time. And as an aside, I highly recommend for all of our students out there to attend office hours. It's super helpful. And Ty as Tyler mentioned, it's really a great way to meet your professors. But I was attending office hours. I was getting to know my professor. And he, it got to the point where he knew my name. We were having conversations. It was kind of a regular weekly occurrence that I would go to his office hour. Um, I later found out that he did this super advanced high level research stuff that I don't even know about how nanoparticles can work to help create a more sustainable environment. And he knows my name. So that's my big claim to fame. Uh, and one way that I've interacted with some of these uh, top faculty and their respective uh, fields. Actually, some of my favorite classes have been within the chemical engineering department. Um, I'll even occasionally reach out to certain professors for advice. Um, they've given me names of fellow researchers that I might be able to contact uh, for opportunities. Obviously, letters of recommendation are a huge thing uh, if you want to apply to some sort of graduate school. Um, I will say these classes, uh, they're not always easy. But some of my favorite memories are going to be working on group projects, uh, struggling away late at night in the library. Um, it's something we all experience as students, uh, but it's really it's really rewarding when the class material just kind of clicks and you can apply it to real world uh, situations. So that's always that's always nice. Um, I wanted to pass it on to Maya to talk a little bit about her maybe favorite classes. Yeah, um, so I I find it really hard <laughs> to pick a favorite class, but I think that my my one of my favorites has been my psychology research methods class. Um, the the professor uh, Dr. Celeste Pillagard, she's really amazing. Um, she just basically like had fun while teaching the class. And I don't know, as a professor, I just feel like, you know, if you're trying to interact with your students and, and get them engaged, like that's really was the best experience for me. And I felt like I learned a lot from that class and was able to apply it um, in my own research position. So I think that's my, that is my favorite, but I'll go ahead and pass it to Natalie so she can talk about her favorite class. Yeah, it's really hard to pick a favorite class, honestly. Uh, I feel very fortunate that I chose public health as my major from the start because I just love 
the curriculum so much. I feel like there is no public health without taking all of the classes because they all complement each other. Um, but in terms of classes outside of my major, I did really love some of the humanities courses I had to take as part of my Ravel general education requirements. So that was my writing requirement for my college. And it was a really great break in the middle of all of the STEM classes that I had to take. Um, it challenged me to think critically in a setting other than biology, chemistry, or physics. Uh, it also greatly improved my writing skills, which now that I look back at like my first essays in college in comparison to my last, I definitely improved and that's something I'm pretty proud of. And writing is a necessary skill no matter what you study, especially in research, like writing is pretty critical. But I also really enjoyed organic chemistry and I know that's not a popular opinion at all. Um, but the best way that I could describe that class is like a thousand little puzzles that you get to put together and it's just so satisfying when you actually get it right. Um, especially like I have memories of studying in the library with, with my friends and just like how excited we get over finally finishing a question. Um, so that was definitely one of my favorite classes. Um, but since we've been talking a lot about academics and research, I know that that's not all we do. We also do other things on campus, such as extracurricular. So students might be wondering, like, how do we juggle everything while also succeeding in school? Maya, I know that you're pretty involved with your dance team and being involved with research. How do you like juggle everything? Are there any resources that you use to help you balance it out? Yeah, I think, um really juggling, you know, classes, you know, within the quarter system can seem a little bit intimidating. I know that I was intimidated going into it. Um, but I think that, you know, as soon as I, I stepped onto campus, I was able to like identify some really great resources that that helped me. First and foremost, I think I tried to utilize my calendar as much as I could, um, just like mapping out everything that I needed to do and then like sticking to a schedule and um, making myself just do my work when I needed to was uh, the most helpful for me. And then, like I said, um, there is a lot of resources at UC San Diego um, to use for classes. So I think my first class that I really struggled in was calculus. And so I was able to go to the teaching and learning comments, which we call the TLC, um, and help get help from tutors over there. I think I was a little bit nervous um, to ask for help as well in classes. But as soon as I got there, I think I was able to see that the tutors just really wanted um, uh, to help all of us and just help us succeed in the classes. And I think that learning environment made it easy to go back. And then after that, I was also able to um, visit OASIS, which is the Office of Academic Support and Instructional Services, um, and you know, learn from their workshops as well. And I think just overall, um, it kind of represents, you know, the student environment at UC San Diego and the community feel. Um, these workshops are led by undergraduate students who have been through the courses before. So they really just want to help you out um, and, you know, help you succeed in those classes. But Natalie, I'm sure you do have um, additional resources that you would like to, to shout out um, that you've used to, for that transition and, and just, you know, juggling all of your extracurricular curriculars as well. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for sharing your resources, Maya. I definitely agree that transitioning to college academics is a little bit difficult and the university recognizes that and provides a lot of resources like we've already talked about. But even within your classes, sometimes they have like built in discussion classes, which 
somebody described to me once as free tutoring and honestly it kind of is like that because you just go to discussion to talk over any concepts that were talked about in lecture so nothing new is ever covered discussion sections are usually led by teaching assistants who are graduate students that are pretty much uh, getting to mastering that material or instructional assistants who are undergraduate students who have aced that class um, i found those spaces to be very helpful because they were smaller classrooms, it was easier to ask questions, and I got to connect with students in my class who I could later study with or just ask questions regarding the material or just bounce off ideas. Um, so that's also a great resource on campus in terms of academics. Awesome. Yeah. So like we've seen, regardless of your academic discipline, uh, there are always research opportunities out there around you. Um, I would say it really is part of the culture at UC San Diego. Uh, not only can you work with faculty, but even from my own personal experience, and Maya and Natalie can attest to this as well, they really are invested in your success. Uh, with that being said, uh, thanks for tuning in, future Tritons. Uh, join us next time for another special episode of Triton Times. We're your hosts, Maya, Kevin, and Natalie. Live from San Diego, signing off.